This week on MXPB, big Splatoon 3 news and updates. Plus, we relive the glory days of N64 Tetris. Don't go away, MXPB starts now! And welcome to the Morning XP Boost. We're your hosts, Tox and Glitch, and we're here to give you the experience points you need to level up and get through your week. Glitch, you were saying something about a McDonald's Pokemon Happy Meal? Yes. McDonald's, either earlier today or yesterday, did a little tweety tweet on the Twitter and posted a picture of Pokemon and said, returning soon. So... You might want to head yourself over to McDonald's, get yourself a Happy Meal, and start collecting those toys. Because you got to catch them all. Uh, yeah. But last, so Pokemon card Happy Meals, uh, the thing <laughs> is that, like anything good in this world, they just get snatched up by relentless collectors, and nobody else gets them. So maybe we'll try, try to, try to find that. But um, I don't have my hopes too high. Well, apparently, uh, I was just informed that people are getting Space Jam toys so instead of uh, Pokemon toys. So maybe just hang out a little bit longer for the Pokemon toys. Even Space though Jam is pretty cool. I'm fine cool. with that. <laughs> it is cool. I'd rather have it's a cute cool. little Pikachu, though, or something awesome yeah. like that. So, yeah. Uh, can, yeah. Well, can, can you imagine a Pokemon Space themed space jam that would actually that would be, be pretty cool. cool i would watch that movie yeah. i think greninja would dominate I th- yeah sure. well well then you also have like uh dragonite who could just walk up to the net <laughs> yeah i feel like dragonite would called out get called out for fouls a lot though being so big that's true and um yeah what about mewtwo mewtwo would just kind of hang out on the sideline right and Maybe he'd coach. Mewtwo should be the ref oh, because okay, the he ref. can read your mind and know if you're thinking about fouling <laughs> and just like give you the penalty right there. There we go. <laughs> I like it. That's good. Uh, cool. So, Glitch, uh, what have you uh, been playing? So, I've been playing a lot of Subnautica. The game is uh, it's breathtaking what they have thrown into that game. So, uh, once again, if you haven't played it, it goes on sale pretty frequently from what I've been told. Um, pick it up. It is great. If you're a fan of like No Man's Sky, Minecraft, Ark, um, it's a game that I think you'd really like. I've been uh, exploring the depths, looking for... Recently, I started collecting like the different vegetation around the island um, and like planting it and watching it grow and stuff. And now I'm collecting all of the, um, the eggs some of the bigger creatures lay eggs you can collect them and put them in this like you can create like a massive aquarium inside your base and i'm collecting the eggs now <laughs> oh my yes yeah, it's, it's it's kind of fun egg collectors so you're watching the plants grow mm-hmm. and uh, collecting eggs okay yep. there's okay. nothing to shoot there's nothing to i mean you can technically like shoot the fish and stuff but they have yeah Yeah, I like it. You're just alone on this big planet. There's some nice, soothing, relaxing, sometimes suspenseful music playing in the background. You're just playing around in a submarine and going 
going swimming. Isn't there poison? Oh, yeah, you could definitely die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's ways to I, die, many ways to die. Okay. That I'm in creative. pretty relaxing, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm playing in creative, so I'm invincible, and I can just wander around and take in all the beauty. Oh, there's a creative mode. There okay. is, yeah. Oh, neat. I didn't realize. All right. Yeah. I And that makes it really cool, because then you can just have fun base building and... You know, all your resources are unlimited, so you can do all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're reminding me of a game that I really want to play that I own on Steam but haven't cracked open yet. Uh, have you ever heard of or played Satisfactory? No, that one's listed, though, as one of the best base builder games. Um, looks pretty good. Yeah, I mean, my understanding of it is that you basically build a factory to produce, I don't know what, widgets or something, and you kind of try to trick it out as much as you can. Like, imagine, like, redstone contraption building in Minecraft, but, like, to the... But the entire game is that. (laughs) That's awesome. Much more, uh, yeah, fully featured. Ooh. So Uh, you could, like, basically build a computer inside of the simulator do all kinds of weird stuff I, yeah i think and i think the goal is to produce stuff and you produce waste and then you have clever ways of getting rid of your waste um and you know just trying to be as efficient as possible resources and all that kind of <laughs> all all that kind of fun stuff of like putting your eggs into different containers and watching them move around uh, <laughs> and getting rid of your funny. waste get rid of your waste always yeah <laughs> It's on well, my list. Haven't gotten to it yet, though. <laughs> so what have you been playing then? Um, so I have been playing way too much Fortnite. <laughs> uh, like, I said, I get, like if I start the season, if I get the battle pass, then like I have to play. It's I'm like I think I, like I said last week, it's like I'm not so sure if it's fun, but <laughs> I'm addicted to it. And <laughs> I mean, it's definitely fun sometimes, but other times I'm just like, okay, I just need nine more battle stars so I can get this skin, and then then I'm out. That's oh, did, it. That's so you ended one. up getting the battle pass. You want uh, you wanted to make sure you got Darth Vader this season. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I got the battle pass, and once you had the battle pass, I'm like, well, I got to get to the end. Uh, I don't really care about like the rainbow colored skins or whatever, so I'm yeah. fine with not getting those, but. Uh, so yep, lots of Fortnite. Um, have you played? Have you have you played Fortnite in the past few days? Uh, I have seen the Dragon Ball Z, basically free uh, battle pass that's in there right now. It's wild. I was hoping to uh, <laughs> <laughs> surprise you with that. Yeah, it blew me but, away. Yes, it was a roller coaster of emotions for me because <laughs> I love Dragon Ball Z. I've got all the manga sitting on my uh, bookshelf. And of course we talked a lot about Kakarot in the game. Uh, and so like this comes up and it's really cool. There's like a creative or yeah, there's a creative mode where you can basically just watch episodes of Dragon Ball Super mm-hmm. uh, on like a screen. And, and that's neat. And then like you said, there's like a mini battle pass uh, where instead of collecting like experience to level up, you collect, you increase your power level, which Ooh. is the thing in, in in Dragon Ball, right? Everyone measures their power level. Yeah. <laughs> and so you start at like 10 million, you have to get to like 100 million or something. 
and you have basically quests that are DBZ related or, you know, yeah, just for that battle pass that give you power level increases instead of experience. Uh, and then you get little thingies. <laughs> um, there's in the game, they added um, uh, ki- the cloud Kinto Un, uh, flying Nimbus. Oh, and yeah. so kind of like the witch's broom during Fortnite Mares, you can throw that out and then glide for a little bit. Oh, sweet. Um, yeah. I've yeah, actually not played really cool. since the, yeah. the Naruto things are not Naruto since the yeah. uh, DBZ thing started. Yeah, it's neat. And they also, the other thing you can get is uh, a limited number of uses of the Kamehameha. Oh, sweet. You can uh, pull that out. It leaves you quite vulnerable (laughs) for a good, like, three or four seconds while they, you know, scream Kamehameha. Um, (laughs) But then you get, like, an energy blast that can take down forts or or do some damage. Oh, sweet. Uh, so that's pretty cool. My only gripe is that all the skins are like 2,000 V-Bucks in the item shop. <laughs> you yeah. don't get them as part of the battle pass. You just get like stickers. And at the end of the of the DBZ battle pass, you get an emote that's like the Super Saiyan like power-up emote. And I think I um, saw too, if you collect, I guess as part of that, if you collect all the Dragon Balls, Dragon Balls, there's like seven or something. Yeah. Um, you'll get to unlock a glider that kind of looks like Rayquaza. <laughs> yeah, well, it's Shenron, the dragon, Shenron. the wish-granting, Shenron, the wish-granting dragon. I've been playing uh, a lot of Arceus, so. But I'm, yeah. in, I'm in the world of Pokemon. It's Rayquaza. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get that, I think, as part of the, I think that's one of the quests or something. You get that as Sweet. part of the battle pass. So there's a few variants of that. You get stickers, you get, levels back in the like you can, one of the rewards is like a, a level in your normal level progression mm-hmm. uh and then you get the emote so it's cool but i definitely do not feel compelled to finish that battle pass because <laughs> the emote would be neat i guess but i i kind of just wanted the skins but i'm not gonna pay for them so <laughs> that's where i'm at <laughs> understandable and if um other yeah. people are playing it as well there's just about a month left of the um actually i think it's a little less than a month i think of Fortnite. about a month i think there's about a for month this season left. yeah for this season and then this was one of the longest seasons of Fortnite actually that we have had in probably the past two years so it'll be a warm welcome when it's time to switch over in september sometime yeah it's been but fun they threw in fun. some interesting stuff like they had the Indiana Jones quests. I oh, kind of yeah. wish they had like more of those. It was kind of just like two levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like the different, there's a couple locations that like cycle, they, that small area changes like every match. Uh, it kind of like cycles through like all the previous like seasons and, and chapters. Like sometimes it's uh what was like that gladiator arena style yeah. sometimes it's a coral castle sometimes it's yeah, like something else uh yeah i like so what they that's did that's kind with of the, a neat thing the yeah. butter barn got like a um can also be like a season x kind of deal where it's like super updated 
and the gas station next door is super updated, and then sometimes it's Coral Castle. <laughs> you never yeah. know what you're going to get over there. Yeah, yeah that, that's pretty neat. I like that. Yeah, um, the the retro like castle uh, over towards Logjam, I think it is. That one's that's pretty cool too, and it's like there's also a pirate theme. Um, oh, yeah, I saw a pirate ship once, and I was like, "What is this? <laughs> what?" <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's super cool. That's cool. I I like that. So that's a really cool, like new dynamic that they've added to that to to this season. It's it's keeps it fresh. Yeah, it fits with their theme of like I don't know some kind of space time crossover thing going on. <laughs> so been that's playing. that and yeah. Have you been dabbling so. with anything else? Um. So I played a little bit of Sword and Shield actually. So like. Uh, some of my friends, my Pokemon friends, and I are getting really hyped for Scarlet and Violet. Oh, yeah. And uh, we were there is like every so often in Sword and Shield, like you know they rotate um, the Pokemon that show up in the raid dens, mm-hmm. and there'll be like different themes or whatever. And so this week or a couple weeks or whatever, there's uh, the promotion is shiny uh, uh, Grimmsnarl. So Grimmsnarl is showing up in all the five star raids. All the five star raids are going to be Grimmsnarl, and there's like a two percent higher chance of him being shiny in the raids. Oh, I might have to yeah. play then. I like that character. Yeah, that Pokemon. Two percent's not a doesn't sound like a lot, but normal shiny odds are much lower than that. So yeah. <laughs> it's actually not bad if you did, uh, you know, fifty raids, which is a lot, but as far as shiny hunting goes, it's nothing. Yeah. Um, can end up with a shiny Grimmsnarl. Uh, and so my friend and I were like, oh, yeah, let's log in uh, and try it out. Like, I was eating dinner, but, you know, <laughs> it doesn't take that much attention to to do one of these things. So I was like, yeah, sure, you know, I'll, I'll do it while I'm making dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one we do is shiny. Whoa. And then uh, we were lucky that it wasn't very difficult, so we beat <laughs> it pretty easily. And then catches are not guaranteed, but we used our dusk balls, which is sort of the highest catch rate ball you can use outside of a master ball in the den. Yeah. And yeah, we both both got a five IV shiny Grimmsnarl. So what? Uh, first try. So I know Grimmsnarl is typically like a he's got like a black color and he's kind of like what and black and green, he's I think, is kind of the color scheme. It's like white and pink. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it looks good. He's dark fairy. So like his normal color scheme is dark. <laughs> and yeah. I guess his shiny color scheme is more, you know, pinkish white fairy, fairy type. Yeah. Does it change like as a shiny, is he a fairy type or is he still dark? Uh, type is it, He's a dual type, dark oh. and fairy. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Some of those Pokemons have two types. They're tricky like that. Yeah. I remember, though, uh, back in the day, they used to have one types, and that was it. Back in the day, there was no poison type. That's right. Yeah. Remember Mankey? <laughs> I love Mankey. Right. <laughs> he was the... Uh, what about you? Are you playing anything else? Uh, yeah, so um, I didn't add it to the little list that we've got here, but Ariel and I have been picking back up Pokemon Go. Been playing that pretty regularly nice. anywhere we go. Um, enjoying spinning the stops, and they've added... I probably haven't played in two years, so there's so many new generations of Pokemon in there to catch. Um, you gotta find Professor Willow. Yeah, 
He got um, lost. I've been doing like the quests and stuff that have kind of like, yeah. So my XP is just wild right now. Like I catch two Pokemon and it's like, hey, you just passed another quest. Here's 30,000 XP. I'm like, oh, thanks. Yeah. First catch in 500 days. Yeah. <laughs> Here's 10,000 yeah. XP. Yeah. So it's it's been pretty fun. Um, Yeah. So that's been great. And I've also been playing, um, what? A, oh, Fall Guys. Uh, so its season actually ends in just under two weeks. And I'm almost done with the Battle Pass. Um, probably by, I want to say, the next two or three days, I'll be done it. So. Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with Fall Guys. Good, 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 good. Glad to hear it. Yeah, they they've been doing a lot of like these LTMs. Um, they just had a Sonic LTM where they actually put, uh, what did they call it? It was like the Fall Zone. Um, <laughs> and they actually had oh, like nice the the entire thing was just collect rings like. So nice. you're just running around. They had these speed boosts. They had these uh, really cool uh, like tubes that would make you go upside down just like Sonic does. Um, there was a Sonic. I want to see the Fall Guys speed boost because I think like one of the things about that game is that you are sort of intentionally like <laughs> slow and not very agile. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Like the, the bean kind of like lifts their arms up. And does this really oh. cool like sprint move when they go through the the speed boost? That's adorable. Yeah, um, they've added like a whole bunch of new like levels and stuff, and I don't know, I'm having a lot of fun. I can see why it was so popular and why it um, it was it was just in the news actually is becoming one of the most played games of this year already, um, and I can see why. It's a lot of fun. It was really popular at like what twenty bucks when it came out, and now that it's free to play, I yeah, it's, I'm not surprised. It's a it's a fun game. It's fun it, stuff. It really is, um, and it's not all like racing. It's there's a whole bunch of other like game mechanics in there that they've got. The game has so much potential to do so many different things. Uh, it's it's great. Nice. Glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, uh, this week we're doing our sort of normal history and news fixes. So what do you say? Should we do some history? Let's go back in time. Let's go back in time. (laughs) Stepping on his lines there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So a few highlights, sort of like medium dives, not deep. Not shallow, but like medium dives on a, a few things that caught my eye. Uh, We're in the. Are you, gonna, hot- are you gonna ask? Are you gonna? Are you gonna? You gonna ask? Yeah, well, I've got to do thing? it. I got to do it. Well, okay. so yeah. are you? It's not. This isn't the deep end of the pool, and it's not the kitty end of the pool. Are you saying we're in the hot tub right now? No, I wouldn't go that far. Okay. Well, then, I don't think we're c- quite there. It, that uh, hot tub level of friendship yet. Okay. Glitch, sorry. Well, in that case, hey, Tox, what year is it? <laughs> the year is 1997 to begin with on the best uh, console ever released, the Nintendo 64, August 11th. The game is Tetrisphere. Uh, and this is Tetris. But in a ball. And it was really popular. Uh, 
I actually missed this one. Did you play this one, Glitch? I did not play this one, no. Okay, I played the heck out of the other Tetris game. Uh, what was it called? Uh, did it, uh, Tetris something. But it was that other Tetris game was really cool. It was more like traditional Tetris where the blocks falls down, uh, but you could play against four people and give them garbage. And the more lines that you made, you would uh, uh, it would sort of count like the total number of lines you've ever cleared ever playing the games. And you'd unlock these different locations like uh, Seven Wonders of the World, like, you know, the Great Pyramids or the Eiffel Tower or something like that. And so it was really cool. It was like one of the first games I played that like that had that sort of incentive to sort of keep going that little, you know, unlock this thing kind of like those battle passes uh and this is all not tetrisphere but this is just my fond tetris memories what i liked about the other tetris game was that uh you could if you made like a perfect uh square out of the tetrominoes did you know by the way the pieces are called tetrominoes i did not the more you know there you go now you know if you made a perfect square, like, you know, you line up four lines or you line up uh, four um, bricks and make just like, you know, a nice symmetrical, even on all sides uh, square four of any piece really will do that. Um, then you get uh, if you just make the perfect square out of different kinds of pieces, you get a silver block. If you make it out of all the same kind, you get a gold block and that multiplies the number of lines that you get. Um, but I did not know that there was another thing you could do in that game. I never, I played this game for so many hours and I never, I never experienced this, but you could actually like wedge the piece against the side of the screen and, um, you know, you can rotate the piece obviously and rotate it. And if you rotated it in, uh, like, let's say you had one, um, like pixel whatever one space worth of space and you're dropping your piece down and you go to rotate it on its side well normally it wouldn't fit you can actually kind of rotate it like in that space it's like a little built-in sort of glitch they call it a spin move (laughs) and i didn't realize that if you do that and make a line um the line will explode into pieces and everything below it will sort of randomly start exploding and falling down and clearing more lines. Oh. Uh, that I I feel like I totally missed that and I played this game for so long. <laughs> but that's what happens when you play a game in the uh, pre or nascent internet era where not everything is immediately known <laughs> about the game. You couldn't look it up, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was... It was even in Nintendo Power, maybe I missed it. Um, but anyways, Tetrisphere <laughs> is Tetris, but uh, it, instead of um, instead of getting lines like that in the sort of two D rectangular play area, it's a three D play area, and you've got you're basically constructing a ball, and the way that you uh, clear you know make holes in the ball and get points is by lining up blocks of the same shape uh and that makes them implode and reveal like other layers in the ball um and it was widely regarded as um extremely difficult to master and 
arguably not too hard to pick up, although I, I feel like arguably is the operative word there. <laughs> I think it was a very difficult, um, probably it'd be very difficult for someone like me who doesn't have great like sp- like spatial, not spatial awareness, but like just imagining things in 3D space. It just, it is, it's, it's kind of tough. It can be, <laughs> it can be rough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. You've got to manage the backside of this thing that you can't always see, right? You can always, you see it from a fixed angle. And so you can only see some of it at a time. And so you have to kind of rotate it and remember what's back there and where you need to go. And so it's a lot more to manage. I'll be honest. I can't even imagine what this would look like. I would have, I'd have to look up a video of somebody playing this because it, oh. it's mind boggling. Yeah. Is boggling. Picture it's a sphere. And yeah. then, yeah, you got to do stuff on the sphere. There was... Um, That's crazy. <laughs> uh, I forget what the base game is called. Did you ever play Pokemon Puzzle League? <laughs> no, but I remember watching the trailers for it. Okay, this recently came to Nintendo Switch Online. Um, if Expansion Path... If you have the whatever yeah, <laughs> the yeah. more expensive version is that gets you the N64 emulator... Um, it's based on a game. I always forget uh, what it's called, but it's based on a game that's been made and remade over and over. The game that it's based on is actually on sup- the Super Nintendo emulator too. I play that one all the time. And you basically, you start with a field of um, kind of, there's like four or five, depending on the difficulty, different color blocks, all squares, and they're kind of arranged. Um, you start with a field that's kind of randomly arranged, and then you try to line up three or more and you that causes the things above to fall down and then you get points and you do combos and stuff like that um so but again looks like tetris in the sense that you've got a rectangular play area and things uh instead of falling from above they kind of grow from below and then you swap the pieces around but you know you got a grid basically you're playing on pokemon puzzle league took that and added a 3D element where instead of a sphere, it's a cylinder. So basically you just have a much wider play area, but you can't see it all at the same time. You have to go and rotate it to get to the other sides. They've created anarchy. Uh, it just gets harder. Yeah, it gets <laughs> yeah. harder. Wow. Tetrasphere is cool, though, because um, it started out as a title intended for the Atari Jaguar. You you oh, remember the Atari Jaguar? Talked, yeah, we've talked about that on the show. Well, the Jaguar. I don't know if we talked about the Jaguar. Because the Jaguar was like, uh, I didn't look this up, but I remember it as being like one of the last <laughs> Atari entries yeah. in the series. Right? It was a competitor to like Nintendo 64, sort of. Yeah, it was right? like their last hurrah. Yeah. And so this game was debuted at CES in 1995 for the Atari Jaguar under the name Fear, P-H-E-A-R. Okay. Um, But supposedly, uh, you know, Nintendo uh, saw this demonstrated at the winter CES in 1995. And they were like, I got to have it. (laughs) This is a great puzzle game. We want it for a launch title um, for our N64. Um, so they basically saw it and they took the rights or they bought the rights and acquired it, but it didn't make it for the Nintendo 64 launch. All right. This is a game came out in 1997, which is 
Mm, history says sometime after the N64 <laughs> launch. I don't remember exactly what year. Um, but it was a great game nonetheless. And apparently, Nintendo Power ranked Tetrisphere at number 50 on its list of 100 best Nintendo games of all time as of September 1997. Uh, Which is nothing to sneeze at because you had, you know, the Mario 64s, you had all the Super Nintendo, regular Nintendo, Game Boy games already. They gave it what ranking? I I don't know if I heard you correct. Wow. Fitty. Wow. Yeah. That is rather high Uh, for, for Nintendo. Because, I mean, <laughs> they just crank out good games. So that's... Yeah, yeah. And, now, is this game... Uh, did you yeah. say this game is currently on the Nintendo Switch with the if you have the bonus pass thing? Or? Yeah, that was Pokemon okay. Puzzle League. Oh. I don't know where you can play this right now outside of an emulator. Ocean. Yeah. Wow. But if you can't play it or emulate it, I've recommend uh watching some gameplay footage because nintendo power also gave it an award for best soundtrack of that year in any game and the soundtrack was kind of cool too it was basically you know the i was reading about it on wikipedia the person who produced the soundtrack um produced it like an album right like you know you get video game music kind of like maybe movie music fits the scene that it goes into. And um, this guy made like, it's, I guess it's electronic kind of techno style music uh, and really well thought out and kind of fits all the different stages. Um, You know, he talks about like how this song kind of feels like cold and wintry and blue. And therefore it fits the blue background of this stage. So, I think it's really cool how the music can play uh, such a role, even in a game like this. I mean, Tetris music, who doesn't know that Tetris theme, right? That Russian, like, Tetris theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, music in Tetris is it, good music in Tetris. It sticks with you forever. It does. Yeah. Probably because you play it for hours on end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which... I'm sure we all have. I know I did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and copyright um, strike. <laughs> oh, yeah. DMC aid. Sorry. <laughs> That's the end of the podcast, folks. <laughs> Game over, um, Yep. 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 Apparently, even just a few notes. I mean, not like it's going to happen, but yeah, a, f- a few notes. It doesn't have to be the original. We looked into this because we're like, we should get video game music on the podcast. Yeah. And uh, nope, <laughs> it's not worth it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you have to pay each individual that there was a lot to it. I remember there was a lot to it. Yeah. Well, you need permission. And so if you don't have yeah. permission, or you can pay for stuff. There's ways to pay for stuff. But like, yeah, there's nothing you can do for free, unfortunately. No. no. Um. What else in the history? Do um, you want to introduce one? I mean, after Tetris, is there anything else in the history? I know we've got um, in 2017, Cat Quest came out. I know that that's a pretty popular RPG. I've personally never played it. Um, 
Yeah, I liked it because it looks like an old school, like top down RPG where you kind of walk your character through an overworld. Yeah. uh, And it has sort of dungeon crawling and weapon progression stuff. Uh, But I also was just thinking of it because of Stray. It's like if you're on like a cat fix, you play this, go play Stray and get your cat cat game on. (laughs) Your cat fix. Your cat fix. Everyone needs a little cat fix. I, I saw a couple cats last weekend at my friend's place, and it was great. They tried to eat my feet. They do that. Did they break anything of yours? No. Oh, that's nah. good. I know they're always looking to do that. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> they devious. They devious. In uh, um, 2021, then, yeah. do you want to talk about this, this monster? <laughs> Another one that's just kind of like, I thought this was fun and reminded me of other stuff. Um, For the Xbox Series X on August 10th, 2021, just last year, Lawn Mowing Simulator. And this is kind of like a game uh, that seems like it's one of a piece in terms of like simulator style games of things that otherwise sound like pretty boring or kind of like chores, (laughs) like power washing simulator house flipper (laughs) um but it actually sounded kind of cool uh the uh, the marketing summary is experience the beauty and detail of moving the great brit mowing the great british countryside in lawn mowing simulator the only simulator that allows you to ride an authentic and experienced expansive roster of real world licensed lawnmowers from prestigious manufacturers Toro, Skag, and Stiga as you manage your business. Aren't you uh kind of intrigued? Well you know that I love mowing grass, so this is <laughs> this would be right up my alley. No, this... yeah, but if you get those big riding mowers and like different styles of riding mowers with different features, and you know, riding across a nice, like, beautiful British garden, and then there's some kind of like business management, like some actual like maybe strategy <laughs> that happens somewhere. The British countryside uh, part is very intriguing to me. I think. Riding yeah. a mower through a very, you know, relaxing environment like that, especially since, you know, you're not actually out in the elements. You're sitting wherever you're sitting and, yeah. and watching it on the TV. I think that could be relaxing. You see, living in Florida and mowing grass has really jaded my perspective on what mowing grass <laughs> is. <laughs> so, uh, Well, then you sounds like maybe power wash simulator is more your speed. Actually, yeah. Uh, I... I was watching somebody else play it, and it was really satisfying. There's another one called um, Tank Mechanic, and uh, <laughs> it's a guy that just, you you get a metal detector, you go out, you find a tank, like you'll get these missions where it'll be like, hey, I've got a, this metal object in my field, I think it might be a tank. You go find it, it is a tank. You take it back to your place. You can pressure wash it. You have to like order parts from this. Like, how is that? How is that even a question? Old well, I've got something here. Yeah, <laughs> not sure if it's a tank, but it might be a tank. The acting's great. Very <laughs> obvious. <laughs> I think it might be a tank. There's a big pipe sticking out of the ground. Looks like a cannon. Yeah, might be a tank. Yeah, <laughs> could be a flagpole attached. Could be a big flagpole a with a hole in it. Refrigerator. Yeah, <laughs> not sure. 
Yeah. Yeah. But these are solid games. Yeah, are, these simulators. Check that out. Yeah. yeah. Simulator games. Uh last but not least in 2021, the game that was everywhere came out for the PlayStation 4 specifically on August 13th was Hades. Uh yeah. roguelike game where you battle your way out of hell with the help of various Greek gods. And uh yeah, it's pretty cheeky. There are nice characters, uh interesting roguelike, you know, in most roguelikes you progress your character after every attempt. Uh you can level up different abilities. You get sort of one neat element is that uh in addition to random levels, sort of random enemies, you also get random power-ups, uh boons from the Greek gods and there's a f- sort of a fixed number of them but you don't know if you're going to get help from like Poseidon or Zeus or whatever the other ones are uh and they'll come with different sort of abilities uh and uh yeah got to you want to get out of your I forget what character you are I forget all their names but you're like uh prince of the underworld or something and you're yeah. like I want to get out of here and strike out on my own and head to Mount Olympus and hang out with all the cool gods. I don't want to be down here. And your dad's like, good luck getting out. You can try. Uh, so there's actually kind of like, I don't know, a premise that almost makes sense <laughs> for you to be able to die and retry a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know that this game was really acclaimed too for its like cynical style of humor. You know, you're, yeah. <laughs> um, I almost feel like they took Hades from um, the Hercules movie a couple years. Well, I guess quite a few years ago, maybe (laughs) (laughs) they took like that, that version of Hades and they were like, let's make a video game. We'll, we'll, we'll add a little bit of spice to it, you know, make it a little more adult friendly. And uh, yeah, I feel like that's kind of what they did because there's a lot of like that sort of comedy in there. What is that actor's name? Yeah, it's not quite that style. Yeah. Yeah. But you, yeah, you like know but, what I mean? Like it's that yeah. Yeah. It's not goofy. Cool. Not goofy, but, but a it little definitely has humor. Yeah. 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 There we go. <laughs> oh. Um that's pretty much it for history, but I would I would be uh Remiss if I didn't mention that for the second week in a row, Madden NFL games have <laughs> dominated <laughs> the history uh, for the GameCube and PlayStation. Madden 2003, 2005, 2004, 2008, 2009, 2010, and 2011 all came out this week. So football. There you go. <laughs> I picked up, I think it was Madden 05 for like the Dreamcast for a penny I think. when was this yesterday uh 2006 <laughs> it was, okay it was one year after it came out and they were just okay. like selling these things off like just they had them up by the register and they were they were marked a penny and they were like here do you want this and i was like i don't really play sports games they were like do you see that that's not a dollar that's not ten dollars that's not a hundred dollars it's a penny <laughs> i was like yeah, throw it in the cart. <laughs> so yeah, sure. Why, why not? I'll take it. For a penny. Big spender over here. Yeah, for yeah a, I'll take one of those. For a penny? Why not? I'll take a hundred. <laughs> yeah. 
We should resale for a rain check on a hundred. What's uh, what's the resale value on a penny? <laughs> um. So, I've got a suggestion. And one let's do the news. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do you have some news right. that splats for us, Tox? Yes, but I am tired of talking, so I want to hear <laughs> you talk first. <laughs> All right, so uh, I will talk a little bit about Hogwarts Legacy. We got a release date for it, February 10th, 2023. Now, yeah. uh, it is... I was actually just watching a couple videos today on Hogwarts Legacy. We haven't been getting a whole lot from uh is it warner brothers that's doing hogwarts can't remember the developer that's doing hogwarts has not been releasing a whole lot of information here recently um the last time we've kind of seen something like that as we're getting closer to the release date was with wonderlands and we all know how wonderlands released it it was all right (laughs) Um, so what a lot of people in the game left a little bit to be desired, I think was the verdict. Yeah, it did. Unfortunately, uh, I haven't played it in probably about a month or so, but, um, will you ever play, uh, uh, wonder if there's more wonderlands, would you give it another shot? I'm curious how jaded you are. I think I would, you know, they just added a new character class, um, and I still haven't gone back to it, so I don't know. I don't know what they would have to do to bring back a bunch of us that they lost. It's kind of character classes are kind of tough though, because it's like, what are you going to replay the same thing just with a different class? Like, yeah, and it's the same game, so it's kind of a lot. Yeah. yeah, so we'll have to see what happens. Um, with Hogwarts, a lot of people are sharing kind of the same concern that we had for Wonderlands. There wasn't a lot of communication uh, in the months leading up to the release date. Um, and it's it's actually highly expected that we may see a a bump um, in Hogwarts that it might get pushed back. Just that's some, I guess somebody did a little vibe check at the developers, and that's kind of the vibe that they got that this game might get a little pushback. That's not a bad thing though, you know. I am a huge proponent of pushing a game back if it's not complete. Uh, I know that investors don't like it. I know that you know it's really hard on the dev teams, but. Release a game that is complete, and it's the game that the that you know will sell well. Don't just release something for the sake of releasing it. So that's my yeah, guys. On that. Yeah, get your stuff together. But yeah, uh, Hogwarts Legacy. I, it is a super super um, anticipated title. Who doesn't want to be their own wizard at Hogwarts? In the past, in the past, and but you will apparently be running across some other character there will be some cameos from some of the some characters will be there okay yeah okay no spoilers yeah no spoilers baby hagrid shows up (laughs) (laughs) he's got like a like a little baby dragon or something with him he's still giant and hairy but he's just a baby (laughs) yeah look at my puppy (laughs) he's got like three-headed dogs yeah, that's his deal, isn't it? That's his thing. Um, yeah, that should be cool. It, it's a big game for sure. It's a big game, and I hope, I hope all the speculation is incorrect. But um, prove me wrong, Hogwarts. We also have Multiverse. Uh, the first season started on August fifteenth. It has gone 
free to play. Uh, so I guess that means that the the short little period where it was invite only or uh, I think you could like pay for a pass or something to play too. Uh, that that has ended, so you can now play. And Morty, uh, he got pushed back, but he will be dropping on August 23rd now. So he'll be the first post-launch character to be released. And I heard Rick yeah. is coming shortly thereafter. So uh, You can't have one without the other, right? No. This is pretty cool. Um, for those of you not familiar with Multiverses, it's, uh, it's a game that's really taking taking off kind of like fall guys i i yeah. i kind of expect this game to to surpass fall guys and players um it's a platformer right platform brawler yep it's a smash brothers clone so yep. free smash brothers with warner brothers characters yep. <laughs> warner brothers and, ip characters yeah and cross platform as well i believe right it's Not on different Switch. platforms. I don't remember if it's cross-platform play, but okay, that would definitely be a big benefit because uh, yeah. it's cool. I mean, P- Smash Brothers is highly competitive, um, so it's got a big scene and like a free game platform brawler that's any good. With and the other thing is, you know, it's got I think good characters, mm-hmm. so you can play Batman versus Shaggy from Scooby Doo. <laughs> uh, <and laughs> Just what we always works. wanted. <laughs> yeah, and they've got. I mean, Warner Brothers is a huge studio. They own so many things. Um, so, like, they have a big. I mean, the whole DC universe, I guess, is probably Warner Brothers. Maybe for now, yeah. Uh, the movies. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It's still Warner me. Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, so like they've got a ton of characters to draw from, so I think it will be easy to keep the hype train going by introducing uh, more and more characters, like you know Morty here, and then Animaniacs maybe in the future. Could you imagine Yakko, Wacko, and Dot? Yeah, you got it. Well, that's been a while. I don't know where (laughs) that came from. I don't know why that was at the top of my brain. It's always uh, at the top of your brain. You just don't know it. Uh, the 50, the state song and the country song. They had some good <laughs> yeah. stuff in Animaniacs. They really did. Yeah. And then... Uh, the Capitals, you, yeah. You had the... Uh, it. I'm guessing it was... They weren't like the separate show. Like, it played always during, uh, like, Pinky and the Brain. Remember that? Yeah. It's part of it, yeah. yeah, yeah I guess yeah. that was part of that. And then... Um, was it Bizarro, the weird blue superhero dude that was, you know who I'm talking uh, about? This one is, escapes me. Yeah, I don't, it's been a while. I'd have to look I've that watched. one up. But they also had like yeah. another short that they would play. It was a weirdo superhero dude. That would be a cool character to to put into multiverses. It would be great. It would be great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about Splatoon 3. Oh, we got Splat so, news. Yeah, we had the Splatoon Direct uh, last week. And the biggest, most interesting thing I wanted to uh, use our vast platform to announce was um, Splatfest 3 demo in the Splatoon 3 demo in the form of a Splatfest is coming your way on August 27th, just for 12 hours, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific on the 27th. Uh, it would be a Saturday, not this Saturday, but the next one. 
And the game obviously comes out on September 9th, a couple weeks after that. So you will uh, get a nice little preview of it and in the form of a Splatfest, which is who doesn't love a good Splatfest? Um, Get splattered. Get splattered. So, yeah, hopefully maybe Glitch will be able to try this out on that day. Um, Splatfests are amazing. They're so much fun. Um, Basically, you know, in the normal game, you uh, have like a um, sort of a home base, such as like a city. And then you can go to all the different shops and get your gear and go to the lobby for multiplayer and start the single player campaign, all the stuff. Um, and then in, during the Splatfest, uh, typically that place goes from day to night. And then you've got sort of like dancing and music and like festival style stuff. Everything's decked out, the decorations. And each Splatfest has a theme. And the theme is, this time, Rock, Paper, Scissors. And this is a three-way Splatfest. All Splatfests prior to this, you you choose one of two teams to battle it out. Now you choose one of three teams. And the way that you get the three teams into one game is kind of interesting. So normally it would be like 4v4, one for each team. And the three teams, it's not 4v4v4. It's still only eight players because, I mean, come on. Nintendo's online play couldn't handle, (laughs) can barely handle eight players, let alone 12. (laughs) Um, But you've got basically um, the first place team, whatever team is currently in first place, I don't exactly know how they decide it because there's a couple different ranks, uh, you know, tiers of... um, that they score you on you know, like a heart, like a pro tier and a less pro tier or whatever. And so, but whatever team is currently in the lead, they get uh, a team of four they start in the middle of the map. And then the other two teams each get a team of two and they start on the ends of the map. And oh. so the goal for the, the team in the middle is to hold on to it's all turf war. So the turf, you know, ink the territory in the middle, but they're getting flanked on either side by the two teams. So they kind of have to defend that territory uh, in order to be successful. So that sounds really cool. And I can't wait to try it. It does sound really exciting. When does this start? August 27th, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific. So do do the math for whatever time zone you're in. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. And then, of course... So many announcements about um, actual features in Splatoon 3 that came out of the Direct. Um, A few that I thought were really cool. Um, So Salmon Run is a cooperative mode where you are defeating these Salmonids and Salmonid bosses, these kind of enemies that come from the murky water and creep. They... Uh, they ink your territory with like a yucky green paint that hurts you. And so you got to stay out of that. And um, you got to, in the process, destroy the salmonids, collect their eggs and throw them into a basket. That's salmon run. Uh, now in, they're introducing uh, salmon king, which will from time to time show up after you've completed, completed the three grueling rounds of a typical salmon run Um uh, Salmon King is going to show up and you've got to now defeat the Salmon King too uh, by actually throwing eggs at it. So I think that's cool. Salmon Run is super fun. Um, Having like a really neat twist to it like that uh, could be fun. It could be very frustrating because sometimes it's very difficult to get to the end of that Salmon Run successfully. 
And just when you think you've done it, uh, think again. Now you got the Salmon King to face. <laughs> Ooh. So there's that. That's we'll see exciting. how that plays out. Yeah. I think maybe even more exciting for some people is the fact that you can skip the news report. <laughs> and if you're not familiar with Splatoon 2, uh, you, you, you wouldn't, may not know that uh, every time you launch up the game, you are treated to, I love these things, but you are treated and forced to watch <laughs> a uh, like news update. There's like, it's like hosts of like an MTV style um you know what was that show on mtv uh trl with yes (laughs) yeah it's like trl total request live and you got like two hosts and they're all like and the thing about Splatoon is like the music the style is just so cool the art and so they're like hey this is our art show we're like this is the news that's going down like these are the stages that are in rotation the salmon runs open or not oh Salmon Run's open all the time now. For some reason, it was only open during certain hours before. Mm -hmm. Now it's open all the time. So that's great. But anyways, you'd have to sit through this, get the loading screen to that, sit through it, get the loading screen to the main game. It's probably a couple minutes of your life that you might want back (laughs) if you're in a hurry. Now you can skip the whole thing. And uh, guess what, Glitch? Instead of a TRL uh, TV show, you know what they are? What are they? They're a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And so, of course, you can listen to your podcast on the go and get the headlines as you uh, start the game and uh, get, you know, actually start playing. That's actually pretty cool. That's ingenious. We're a podcast, man. We're in the future. The future is now. Yeah. And we're setting the trends. Uh, other cool stuff, a bunch of new stages, a bunch of returning stages, 12 of them at launch, more to come after launch. They announced, in addition to like updates, um, a large-scale paid DLC. And I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm reading this, and I'm like, at a large-scale, I don't know, I haven't heard that term before, have you? No. Large-scale paid DLC, like I guess, you know, you could say, it's a big deal, and so you should pay for it. It's not just like a little thing. But I'm thinking, I wonder if it's like a play on words, like scale, like mm. scales, scales of like a fish or a shark or something. And it's Splatoon, and you're like a squids and octopus and marine themed. I don't know. I'm just going to throw it out there right now. That's my random hypothesis that scale indicates something fishy. And I'm going with shark. Mm. Shark. Sharks have scales. I go. Sharks have tiny things that you would call scales on their skins. So it could be a shark. Could be a shark. Um, <laughs> shark. Anyways, <laughs> a few other things. Um, there's a card game within the game called Table Turf that you can play, kind of like a mini game. Uh, Splatoon Two had some mini games, like a rhythm mini game. Uh, now you've got a card game where you try to you play cards to ink territory of different shapes and I don't know do specials. Could be cool. Collect them all. <laughs> um, all the main weapons from the previous games are available in this game, which is great. So you have invested. Some people have invested many many hours mastering their weapon in Splatoon Two. Uh, it'll be back in Splatoon Three. And if you have Splatoon Two save data, you'll get coupons to get. I think, I'm not 100% sure, but any weapon 
right from the start. So I think oh. you'll get a few coupons so you can, you know, get a, your main weapons kind of from the beginning. Um, so you don't have, normally you have to kind of progress through the game a certain amount in order to, um, for those weapons to become available for you to use. But if you're a seasoned pro, you've got to save data on your Switch. They'll give you some coupons. You can get your your weapons uh, right from the get-go. Right from the giddy-up and go. Yeah, which is important. Uh, they made the lobby better so you can more easily see what friends are playing and join them. And previously, you would join a lobby uh, with your friends and you'd get assigned random teams. Now, you can play on the same team with your oh. friends in those public lobbies. Huh, that's nice. Something that should have been there from the start, but <laughs> now, but you know, whatever. Now you got it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's really fun to splat your friends too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's, <sighs> it's, it's not always the, the speed. Sometimes it's the journey, you know? Yes. It's not the destination. So yeah. The journey of splatting your friends into oblivion. And, uh, yeah, hitting them with a booyah bomb or a splashdown. There's nothing better. (laughs) Um, that's what I got. That's what I got for Splatoon 3. Lots of cool stuff and Splatfest on the 27th. Does that bring us to the final, the final countdown? No. Final. (laughs) Did you want to say anything about the Saints Row trailer? Yeah, so we learned kind of what the story is going to be. Um, it sounds kind of like you start off with this per- one particular organization and it, things don't quite go that well. So you end up deciding to uh, to get your own startup going, we'll say. It's kind of how they're framing it. You're starting a gang, all yeah. right? <laughs> be Let's, your own boss. Be your Give own your, boss. You know... Take agency, all these great words, and yeah, you're a gang. <laughs> you're yeah, you're blowing stuff up. You're in a gang. <laughs> um, the trailer is so hype, though. It, it is it's so awesome. It looks so good. Um, they've taken. It looks like you know all the stuff that was really fun in the previous Saints Row games, and they threw it in here, and then they ramped up what they needed to ramp up, which was customization. Um, and just overall fun factor. I think this game is going to be uh, great. I can't wait to play it. I pre-ordered it today. Um, so you can actually, if you go in and select preload, it will preload two days early. If you have Xbox, uh, for that's for PlayStation. It'll preload 48 hours early for you. If you have Xbox, it will preload now. And if you are on Epic, uh, you will not be able to preload it until the 23rd, and that's at midnight. So that's a.m., not midnight, not nighttime, morning time. A lot of people get that. (laughs) Not midnight p.m., also known as noon. (laughs) Yeah, well, there's been a lot of games where, like, I'd I'd go to, like, school the next day, and they'd be like, oh, man, you know, I can't wait to play that game tonight. Be like, what do you mean? Uh I played it this morning. They're like. What? <laughs> yeah, it came out at 12 a.m. Oh, yeah, 12, <laughs> 12 a.m. is the next day, not p.m. That's so it's tricky in those bags. You don't, you it know, is. that's why I, I play it safe. If I ever have to give a time around 12 a.m., I go 12.01 or 11.59. Just yeah. so it's perfectly clear. Yep. 
I do this. I actually do the same thing. Or skip it all together, and it's one a.m. <laughs> you want to do yeah, something? Yeah, or you know, honestly, these days I don't stay up that late, so <laughs> yeah, really, it's more like you know, nine a.m. the next morning. Yeah, I'm not going to stay up until midnight and play this game. That's not happening. My bedtime's eight or earlier, so <laughs> gotta get that REM sleep, man. It's important. Yeah. Boom. What do you think? I I think I can't wait till the twenty third, and I think this was, I think this was a solid information piece that we provided today. <laughs> I was waiting. I was like, I leveled That's a good up. Spot to do that. <laughs> he said one more word. <laughs> I leveled up. Yeah, that was so good. You leveled up. Yeah. What stat points did you choose? Um. Oh, I put you on the spot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. The good Maybe one. <laughs> I should probably put some into physical. I really need to go back to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> it's a strength. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm dumping all my points into magic because one of these days it's gonna it's it's gonna pan out. You know what? I might even give you my point to put into magic because maybe you could just wham kazam me and I could be fit again. I think we've got a solid strategy here for life. Let's uh, let's discuss offline <laughs> in more detail. Um, but that does it for this week's episode of the Morning XP Boost. We've been your hosts, uh, Tox and Glitch, as usual. We hope that you enjoyed the show and look forward to the next one. We drop mostly on Thursdays, except, you know, sometimes kind of crazy. So maybe <laughs> maybe Friday, maybe Saturday. But, you know, we're here every week without fail to give you the experience points you need so like us already and uh, all that stuff uh sir glitch what is your a final thought for this week for all of our drawing fans wham kazam